0: Back to another episode of What's the Word? What's the Word? Merry Christmas.
1: And Happy New Year.
0: Yes, exactly. Here we are in this—I love this time of the year, actually. I want to reclaim the 12 days of Christmas. Okay. I do. Because well, because most people— You know I'll be on board with that. We sing that song, and, well, will you? Maybe. When do you take down your Christmas decorations?
1: After Epiphany.
0: Oh, good. Okay. We're on the same page. Yeah. I was like, no, 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 no. Because some people are very much like, right before Easter is when I take mine down. That's funny.
1: Jeff, somewhere he just had a heart attack going, please don't encourage her. (laughs) Do not encourage her.
0: Well, basically, like the 12 days of Christmas, most people don't even know what they are or why we sing that song
1: they before Christmas. It's like people we sing it before Christmas. Yes, but so, it's really
0: about after, after Christmas. So Christmas is the first day of Christmas. And you think about how that song goes. So you go 25th, 26th, 27th all the way until January 5th, which is the 12th day of Christmas because January 6th is Epiphany. Epiphany, which is a new word, fancy word for people. Fancy word. Essentially it's when we celebrate uh fun fact, Epiphany was celebrated before Christmas. Oh. Yeah, fun that. fact. So the church would celebrate that Jesus was the light for the world, that mm-hmm. the magi came to him, the wise men, for the those men. magi is a fancy way to say what the Bible says about him. Um, but that's why like that was celebrated. So you keep that's a holiday we celebrate, and then oh, nerdy stuff we could get into that we're not going to get into. Not today. Uh not today, Satan. Yeah. <laughs> uh the the church in ancient times split actually, Eastern and Western. And the Eastern wanted to continue celebrating Epiphany. And the Western church made themselves decisive by choosing just Christmas. And now we get the best of both worlds, right. Hannah Montana style. So uh, yeah, so 12 days. So we're still in Christmas right now. And I'm that's excited great. about that. And I'm so excited. Yep. And I, I want to reclaim it in the sense of like, I love that season of Advent that we had. Mm-hmm. Like just the longing for Jesus and his yeah. return that we talked about last we episode. We did. And I love that. That, and then the, cause, cause when you have that longing, yes, Jesus get here and then Christmas comes and it's so joyful in celebration and you get to live in that for 12 days. So like, I always think of like, it'd be fun to have, like, even if it's just habits, like, like drawing, I even had like the idea for like a 12 days of Christmas box.
1: Okay. And maybe
0: it's like, Hey, we're going to serve today. Like an hey, advent calendar. This. Yes. Except for the 12 but, days of Christmas. For the 12 days of Christmas. I love it. Christmas movies, things mm-hmm. like that. But connecting That's... more to why we're here. Okay, we're talking about Jesus. Jesus. We've been talking about him for a while now on what's the word, and we're actually while we while friends we're always probably going to talk about Jesus. This is our last Save. planned episode, right, to talk about Jesus
1: only Jesus
0: only Jesus only in the Jesus. sense, of, and who knows, like planned. That's the keyword, yeah, because we're we're very much, especially as we get to hear from people and their thoughts and what questions Mm -hmm. they have about him. I think it's an excellent opportunity to do another episode down the line and things like that, which is funny because I say that Dallas and I know where we're headed next. And so we're still going to, we're still going to talk about Jesus, but still have Jesus this time, this episode, um, we're going to talk about how Jesus fulfilled Mm -hmm. the fullness of what we would have expected from a Messiah, the Messiah, the
1: Messiah. And, Mm -hmm. And
0: we'll break down that word for us too. But as we get going, as we love to do, uh, we get to start with the words from Psalm 19, verse 14. Right. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable to you, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Yeah. My rock and re- my redeemer who lives and reigns and who will be back. Um, but yeah, we get to talk about, yeah, I use the word Messiah. Mm-hmm. Messiah is a Hebrew word. Okay, so so a little bit of language. You were asking me language stuff before. And I was. I was. Like, oh, you're actually getting... Uh, for the record, Dallas was getting the language stuff correct and I was getting it incorrect. Okay. What? Yes, write that down. Yeah,
1: definitely write that down.
0: Um, but no, it's, and, and it happens more than you think. <laughs> like, but so the, the language Messiah, Messiah was a Hebrew word, is a Hebrew word that means something along the lines of anointed one. Mm-hmm. Okay, someone who is anointed. Uh, and in the Greek, we have a word for it too. And we actually—actually, actually, you know what? Our friends know this who have been listening with us the whole time hmm. because one of our first episodes about Jesus was in his name. name. And so when we say Jesus Christ, yep. Christ is not a last name. Mm-mm. It is a title. title. So—and it is the Greek word mm-hmm. for Messiah. Okay, so Jesus the Messiah is what we're saying when we say Jesus the Christ. It's a title, and it means anointed one. And the thing about the Old Testament is that when we when we watch as God's people go through— you had a lot of different types of anointed ones and three primary, prim, primary roles right. that would be anointed for the jobs mm-hmm. that God was putting in front of them. What are those three jobs?
1: I would say prophet, priest, and king.
0: Yes, prophet, priest, and king. So that's what this episode is about is what was a prophet? Uh, what, what is a priest and the understanding of it? And what is, who, what is it meant to be king for God's people? But really and truly, what is the word about uh jesus actually fulfilling all three of those roles see that's what makes jesus so unique you had prophets you had priests you had kings right but jesus
1: but they didn't reside in the same person like all three roles did not reside it was very rare for two of those roles to reside in the same person
0: exactly and
1: and so that was very um so jesus kind of broke all the molds he broke all the social norms he all of this when he came and he serves in the role of prophet, priest, and king.
0: Especially and we could see this in hindsight.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Um
0: I don't know that see people saw it play out because the cross is a significant piece of this. Yes. Um, and and the ascension, right? So all stuff that people can relate to now, because we've had
1: we've had the background. We've yes. had the foundation.
0: That's why we wanted to land here. We did.
1: <laughs> we did. We
0: knew from the beginning, y'all, when we were so Uh, naive enough (laughs) to think we could cover Jesus in five episodes. Well,
1: we thought we could cover him in like two episodes. It was less. It was like two or three episodes. And
0: the last episode was always Prophet, Priest, and King. Yeah, it was. And so it was cool to be able to break down the fullness of...
1: I think it makes more sense. Yes. It it, it will have a better... um, We've got a better handle on, on... what exactly he did, why it's so cool, why it's so important, and everything leading up to it, because we do have the benefit of hindsight. Absolutely. And, and we've seen that in Jesus' earthly ministry when he was here before the cross, that everybody was a little confused and as to who is he? What is he doing? Who yeah. is he? And under what authority?
0: Especially because he was a carpenter. He was a carpenter. That like hung out with fishermen and but tax then he was collectors. A rabbi, and they yeah. called him rabbi teacher. That's yep. what that word means. And so it's kind of a, what does this mean? Why does he have students, disciples? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he he showed us. And right? He did. The whole way through he exactly did. who he is and who he was. So we've established who he is. Mm-hmm. We've established what he's done. Right? He came, he died, he rose, he ascended, he's coming back. Right. Uh, and now it's time to combine the two. Because really and truly, when we talk about Jesus as prophet, priest, and king, we were talking both about who he is and what he has done yeah. that shows us these things. So as we dive into the word we want to first talk about profit. Okay. Well, let's talk about actually Dallas. Let's take a step back. I'm thinking again.
1: I feel a pop quiz coming on.
0: Well, maybe. Mm. So our our newbies, right? Okay. Completely new to the word. That's why we're here. We right. want to try and explain this in such a way that you're on board with us. And even using the word anointed one, yeah. right? So I broke down Messiah. Oh, good job, Lee. Fancy yeah. word. But anointed is okay. a fancy word too. Yeah, it is. So pop quiz, what are we talking about when we're talking about being anointed?
1: Called by God, chosen by God, uh, blessed by God. All of all of those, it, it, it's a God thing.
0: Good. Okay. Uh, so, so all of those, those things are necessary. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring us one step further even for the Old Testament things. Okay. Is there's actually a physical, uh, if right is the right word, there's something physical that is done to you if you are anointed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? We still do that. Yes. We still we yes. still do that. We still practice this. And mm-hmm. it seems strange for people that mm-hmm. are outside of it, but it's an ancient practice. Very ancient. Of anointing with oil, okay? Mm-hmm. So, so, and they would like, in oil, you think about it, it's important for cooking and all this stuff now, but it was significantly important just in the life of… That time and right. that place, uh, f- and it still is mm-hmm. to this day. Mm-hmm. Oil is an essential thing. You have to be, and I'm not talking about like motor oil. No, i oil. Think like olive oil. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So
1: something that is multi-purposed.
0: Exactly, and so and it would be used in for a rite like this for someone who was chosen mm-hmm. for one, someone who God called out. It would be added uh, added to it would be fragrances mm-hmm. or spices to make it very sweet smelling.
1: Right, uh,
0: and you would you would literally take oil and pour it all over like their head. Right, not even today like we might like rub it on on someone's head. Right, or like like I've seen it in hospitals. Right, if something's mm. hurting, there's an anointing of a healing type right. thing. Just because there is this, it's it's a blessing. You like you is, use the word blessing. It's a blessing, and, and so it's meant to say. God bless this mm-hmm. and specifically do it.
1: And he knew, again, the consistency of God is just mind-blowing. Sometimes we needed the tangible uh, physical element of things. It. I mean, yeah. you know, and God uses that all the time. And it would be just as possible and plausible for God to anoint somebody with, with, nothing. with, with nothing. Yeah, I mean, he can do that with nothing. But we need... The physical, we need to be able to see it. We need to be able to touch it.
0: Because we are physical, right? We it are. goes back to, we've we had the conversation somewhere along the way of we are both physical and spiritual. We are. I think a lot of people just want to live in the spiritual world, just yeah. want to do things. And God is, no, God is tangible as yeah, well. Yeah, he is. He works in tangible ways. He did, he sent his son. We are physical people, yes. That's tangible. Yeah. I Jesus mean, that's- Jesus in the flesh. Jesus yeah. in
1: the flesh, that's a big deal. That's, I mean, and he, but it's because God knows us. He knows we we needed that, uh, so go ahead.
0: No, yeah, I wanted to just because uh, and no, I, Dallas is like pastorally, uh, but like I I didn't know we were going here, but we needed to go here about mm-hmm. anointing. Yep. So when I think of anointing in scripture, the scripture that comes to mind for me is Psalm twenty three. Oh,
1: okay, yes. so so
0: it's a very popular one, and certainly if you've ever been to a Christian funeral, you've mm-hmm. most likely heard Psalm twenty three read. Um, but it's this is the the Lord is my shepherd. Okay, uh, he says, uh, the Lord is my shepherd. This is David, King David, who would have been anointed. Uh, the Lord is my shepherd. I have what I need. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He renews my life. He leads me along the right path for his namesake. Okay, so far, shepherd language, we mm-hmm. get it. Shepherd leading sheep. Got it. Good. got it. Done. Green pastures, quiet waters. I get it. I Animal want that needs too. to eat. Even when I go through the darkest valley, again, the shepherd language works for us. I fear no danger for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And again, a shepherd would have had tools to help keep the sheep safe. Mm -hmm. Then he says, Mm -hmm. you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Well, that's kind of scary. I'm going to eat with my enemies. Mm -hmm. And he says, you anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. All right, anoint my head with oil. I heard this at some point in, in college, Dallas, mm-hmm. and I never researched it, Okay, but I like it. All so right. so I'm, I'm offering this as it could be not true, but I like the imagery. Uh, someone, it was, it was in college, a devotional preacher was preaching about this verse, mm-hmm. and he said that there was this practice for shepherds when it came to sheep's uh, heads. Like, like they would actually put oil on the head of a sheep, because, and I'm again, please, I guarantee you some of our Texas leaders, and our listeners know whether or not this is true or not. Yeah. Um, but because there would be like parasites or bugs that would get into the, uh, this is a little graphic for anybody that doesn't want to hear it. <laughs> like it's not a Christmas theme thing, but the bugs would crawl into the sheep's head. Okay, and and go for the brain, right? So so it would not be a good thing, and so oil would actually protect the sheep. Now a sheep could never put oil on their own head.
1: No, their shepherd would have to.
0: Yeah, the shepherd would do this, but it's a protection thing too. I loved that image. So and again, we can need do look into that.
1: We can use peppermint oil outside to repel bugs. Sure, good. So yes. so I I can. It's the same concept. I can see how that would be. Uh, how that would be a thing.
0: Good. And so so this anointing of oil was a thing, but there's this tangible thing that you brought mm-hmm. out that's so important. God chose you, but this is how we know. This so is how even, we know. I think of when Nathan finally, uh, Sam, Nathan picks David. Mm, Nathan, Samuel? Samuel. Samuel picks David. Samuel picks Man, David. Everything is swirling around me, right? And, and, and he, he finally finds... David mm-hmm. and he anoints him with oil yep. out in the field, out right? In the field. So it is this is the one, yep. right? It's not nobody else, there's not no his doubt brothers. in anybody's mind.
1: Nope. Not his brothers, it's this one.
0: Right. So yeah. there's a very physical visible thing that's happening. Right. All right, so when we hold in that, that anointing piece, like there's this this right to it, there's this very specific role. So prophets would be someone who was anointed, someone, yeah. chosen, right. someone would, who was chosen, someone who would have had this right or this blessing spoken over them. Mm-hmm. But Dallas, what's a prophet?
1: God's mouthpiece. I like for, that. For lack of a better way to phrase it, it's God's mouthpiece. God speaks to the prophet, the prophet speaks to the people.
0: Yes. And I, I like sharing with students because I I cover this in the, we never really dove into the fuller picture. We did get big picture, but a part of we a- We didn't f- do
1: the fuller. No, we did We did that in we class. We did it in class. Yeah. Yep.
0: So, but basically friends, there's, there's this period where prophets are more popular and I always put like in the, I have a little megaphone as my like, image for a prophet. It Prophets alongside of kings. We'll get to kings. Mm -hmm. Kings have the crowns. Prophets have Have the the megaphone. megaphone. That makes sense. And on the megaphone, I write God's word. Mm -hmm. Essentially, that's what it is. The mouthpiece for God. Yep. Sharing what God has said. You also do have the the foresight type thing Mm -hmm. that can happen. That's where you get the word like prophecy. Prophecy. Really speaking in a biblical way, a prophet is just someone who speaks on behalf of God Mm -hmm. and who God speaks to. Right. Yeah.
1: It's a conversation that they have back and forth.
0: Okay. That said, Jesus fulfills the role of prophet. Where do we see that?
1: Everywhere. <laughs> I,
0: I, right. The
1: New Testament. Um,
0: but what's the word? What's the word the, on Jesus being a I would
1: say, let's go to Matthew. Okay, cool. Let's go to Matthew. Let's go to Matthew um, chapter 17,
0: Good. verse
1: yeah. five. While he was still speaking... And that would be Jesus. Well, oh,
0: give us context. Okay. What's happening? All
1: right. So this is the transfiguration. And we touched on, didn't we, we touch on this on a it little somewhere. bit? Somewhere. Yeah. Um a few episodes, a couple episodes ago, we did touch on the transfiguration where Jesus has this uh transfigure he he is transformed um in in the his disciples, a cup three of his disciples get Good. a preview of his glory. Good. And they go up on a mountain and uh by
0: themselves because the themselves. other disciples are somewhere else. But yep. these three, these really important three, Peter, yep. James and John, Yep, his inner circle. Him. And there's this event, this really incredible event. Yeah. where um Jesus is again transfigured as our word uh transforms transformed a good. Transformed yeah. It, this, this, and it's described as this like bright white light. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this very divine type thing right. happening, which for Peter, James, and John, while they've seen miracles at this point.
1: This is a big deal. This is
0: a huge this deal. This is a big deal. And not just that, who shows up?
1: Uh, Moses and Elijah.
0: Yes. Significant prophets, prophets of the of Old, the Old Testament.
1: Testament. Yeah. That something similar, I would say, happened to Moses when God's glory passed um, in sure. front of Moses. Okay. Moses was... Transformed, like his his actual appearance, being in such close proximity changed, to yeah. God, he changed and had to had to put a veil over his face because the Israelites could not look upon Moses.
0: And they never do that in the movies, Dallas. No,
1: they don't never. do that. I'm I know. Like, come on, I know. So A few
0: of the older ones are a little more faithful to the text to they the text, do in but the modern ones.
1: But it it goes to show you cannot have an encounter with the living God and stay the same right you you can't you you cannot have that kind of encounter that close encounter with god and not be changed Yeah, and you just you you can't so we have jesus on the on top of this mountain with peter james and john and they get a preview of his glory
0: yes they definitely see that glory They see it moses and elijah are there they're all three talking yep i always love peter good old
1: oh i love courageous Peter. just
0: peter mouth Is that, oh let me build some tents yep. for you like really truly come on man uh, what
1: else are you gonna do? I mean, I I would be at a loss for if, if, if nothing like that has ever happened to me. So if I had a vision or I saw Moses and Elijah standing in front of me, I'd be like, "You guys hungry? Yeah. I mean,
0: I, <laughs> can What can I do for can you? Can I? Can I make really? you something? I, I do wonder if they. Like, How
1: about fried chicken? You want some chicken? I would
0: be I, the version that I write on a movie. I would get like when Peter asked that question, I get Moses going. What do you have to eat? Really? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm with I'm with the Lord.
1: Yeah, I'm do good. Do I really
0: need anything from no, I'm Peter? Peter, right?
1: I like Peter. I like, I like Peter. him, but
0: you know what I'm saying. Oh, I do. Right? I do. It's, it's there's a full glorious moment happening. Yeah. The divinity of Jesus clearly and, on display.
1: And here comes the disciples again. Yes, the disciples. Okay, so let me um, let me throw a just a a thought yes. into all of this. So our gospels, the New Testament, all of these these gospels, the the before the cross Jesus, the yes. after the cross Jesus, and all of the moments in between, they were all written after all of these events had happened. Sure. So think about the importance of the disciples and how, how vital and crucial it was to document this in real time, the way that it happened sure. in all of their blunders. Yeah. and Because if, if I was gonna write something after the fact, I would look a lot better than I, know. I did. The honesty in the of moment. it is so
0: great. The yeah. honesty
1: of this, because we see all of this and we have the benefit of hindsight. So we can look at this and go, Wow, guys, you missed it. But uh-huh. they're writing this and they're they're true to the account. They're authentic. They're they they, they yeah. are very they're transparent and they are authentic to the account. And I love that about I mean that is something that has been that 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 I picked up on this week, nice, like this yeah. week, is that all lo- of these well, things. Well, I
0: always love thinking through, like, how this was written, when this was written, right. what the context is, right. what it means that certain details were given to us. Like, like we had yeah. fun in the the resurrection episode. Oh, yeah. with who's the faster disciple? Who's the faster? Yeah. yeah, and John wanted to make us make sure that he knew. He, everybody, everybody I, I beat, knows. I beat, Peter. I beat Peter. I'm, Peter. I'm faster. I
1: beat Peter. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you're younger. Right.
0: That's why. Well, so we had this moment, this glorious moment. Um, the three don't quite get it. And mm-hmm. yet there's this, there's this not, it's not just the visual that's so incredible, but what is said. And actually just so people get the context, go ahead. I will, I will lead into it. Yeah, what you go said. ahead. Uh, Matthew 17, after six days, uh, Jesus took Peter, James, and his brother, John, led them up a high mountain by themselves. He was transfigured in front of them and his face shone like the sun. His clothes became as white as light. Suddenly Moses and Elijah appeared to them talking with him. Then Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it's good for us to be here. I will set up three shelters Mm -hmm. here. One for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, suddenly a bright cloud covered them. And a voice from the cloud said, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. Mm. When the disciples heard this, they fell face down and were terrified right and i'll pause there because that's the key part for us talking about jesus as prophet right listen to listen him listen to him right so this is the voice this is the voice of the father right this is god saying listen to him
1: we've seen that before
0: yes yes
1: so it it go ahead no i'm yeah. just very i'm very excited about yeah. that
0: yeah no good i and i love it i want to lean into your excitement
1: well it goes back to one of our very, very first episodes. This is an auditory culture. Good. This is an auditory culture. So listen, like listen to him, what he has to say. Listen, not hey, read this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jot this down, and I want you to read it. That comes, <laughs> that comes later. Sure. Um, but listen to him. That's an that requires an immediate action. Like I don't have to wait to wade through chapters and chapters and pages and pages of a book. Tell me. Tell me mm-hmm. what you want me to know. And it, it, it has an immediate effect on you.
0: I have a, a dear woman whose uh, funeral was able to do. And she, she loved a sermon I did on Good Friday about uh, Listening. And and essentially I was asking the question, who are you listening to? Ooh, I remember wanted, that one. She said, She said, I want ever since then, I, I want that at my funeral. I want that at my funeral. Because there are so many things we could listen to in this right. world and that we do listen to that we to, do listen to. But but when you when you look at it, and Mm-mm. especially Good Friday, the context mm. was the, the night of the cross, his death. Yeah. Um really saying there's a lot of noises tonight. Yeah. What are you listening? Who what, are you listening? Who are you listening to?
1: Listening to? That was oh, that's Jesus powerful. Speaks, it gives me chills.
0: Right. When Jesus speaks, it's truth. He's mm-hmm. speaking on behalf of who he is on, yeah. his, on behalf of God, and it's powerful and it's good.
1: I'm overwhelmed right now. And good. and all of our, our listeners and the folks watching us, they're going to be like, she's such a dork. I love it. I am. But this this is powerful. So everybody knows, everybody that knows me knows that I am a Christmas fanatic. But my favorite service of the year is Good Friday. You
0: said that to us. Yeah, Without
1: yeah. Good Friday we don't have a reason to celebrate Christmas. We don't right, We don't right. have a reason Which for any of this. Which is why is
0: Easter. I go, I go without no, Easter. We don't, without Easter we don't have any yeah. we don't have anything, yeah. but
1: we can't have Easter without Good Friday. Good Friday yep. And so it just— it, It's all
0: together. It's the thing all, is, there's no It's yes. a cool, beautiful, wonderful, oh, it's, full it's awesome. story. Full account of history. I love it. And everything it. that God has done. I love it. Well, so, and 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 yeah, so we're leaning into this, right? right. He is the prophet. He mm-hmm. speaks on behalf of who he is, on behalf of God. We'll, we'll get into that more in the next series that we're in uh, as we talk about that. But yeah. What's our next series? Trinity.
1: That's right.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, think that's why I was like, we'll talk about
1: Jesus again. Oh, we are going to talk about him. It'll
0: be fun. But what's the word on it? Because that's especially special. We'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. So prophet. What, yeah. else, what else do you have for prophet?
1: Well, Old Testament. Dude, I mean, Old Testament. Can I call my pastor dude?
0: Yes. I don't know. Uh, Corey Eaves does it all the time. Does she? <laughs> Corey, you just dude. got
1: called out. Yep. Dude. Uh So, Old Testament, my my one of my favorite parts of of the Bible. Sure. So we go back. Uh, one of the one of the first prophets that we immediately comes to mind is going to be Moses. Okay. You know, sure. Moses. Yeah, we've talked about. Prophet. Well, him, that's why he's
0: there at Transfiguration. Right. Yeah. And
1: it, what? Right. Hello. Yeah. Uh. So he leads the people out of slavery in Egypt, and so God talks to Moses. Moses tells the people, and. Things happen. I mean, when God speaks, things happen. That's that's the end of it. Yes. And so I'm thinking about a lot of different. Um, there's a there's just a lot of different things. We wouldn't have the Old Testament the way that we know it without the prophets of the Old Testament. Sure. Um, we've even you know we've got sections of the Old Testament, the major and minor prophets. Mm-hmm. So you've got. Isaiah, Jeremiah, uh, you know all all of the the guys that that did that. Go ahead. Which
0: fun fact: What's yeah. the difference between the major prophets and the minor prophets? I always love sharing this because everybody thinks. Everybody thinks. Yeah. We call them the major prophets because they're the they're, they're the most important.
1: important. Now, y'all, the length of the book.
0: They're the long. I mean, they're they're the yeah. long ones. That's what we should call it, the long winded. The long winded prophet and the yeah yeah. So, <laughs> uh,
1: but that so we we see that
0: marked on this day. Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> And you get a letter from the LCMS going, no, Lee, no, I'm all no.
0: For it. I'll fight that one.
1: <laughs> I got you. I got you. So that's what we that's what we see, and and with Jesus fulfilling that. So I looked at at this week's uh, getting ready for this week as a vocation. You know that we we've seen we saw Jesus in His earthly ministry, and and that was definitely a vocation. That was a job. Um, but these are. Uh, like a solid, you can point to these and go. What is his vocation? What was his job? This prophet, priest, and king. And it
0: goes back to that, like, like, uh, like when we get to like anointed one, Messiah. Yeah. That's a yeah. that's a title. That's a that's a. So it's even deeper than vocation or job. Right, like it, it is. is. It is a, a very profound role that was fulfilled.
1: Right. Yeah. And and that was something that was known from before time. But we have the prophets of the Old Testament. We have Moses. We have Samuel. We have Nathan, uh, Isaiah, and Jer- we have all of these guys, Elijah, and mm-hmm. um, so that when we see Jesus in the role of prophet, we Good. have something, we understand what that means. He's not the first one. He's the last one, but he's yes. not the first one so that we know what to look for.
0: Good. Well, and that's where I was going to say, like, like similar to last episode where we could have gone all over the place and mm-hmm. talking about Jesus' return. We could go all over the place right now, right now. to talk about all the reasons why Jesus is prophet. And where this was the one that was most clearly like saying... Hey, Mm -hmm. listen to this guy. But think about it. I I think of my favorite chapter, John 6, and how there's a a controversial teaching that Jesus does. And then when everybody leaves, he turns to the 12 and he says to them, well, what about you? To Mm -hmm. which the disciples respond, "Uh, uh, uh, where should we go? You have the words of eternal life, right? So the, the words, the power of Jesus, and Jesus speaks a lot. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. he says a lot of things, yep. and he teaches with authority. That's what yeah. we see constantly. That the like what even his enemies think. Who is, Who this, is guy? this guy? He's teaching with authority. Yeah, and, power. and that was
1: undeniable. Yes. that was power and authority. His power and authority was undeniable. It was very threatening to the powers that be. But it, but that doesn't. It didn't negate the fact that he did have power and Absolutely. he did have authority and he did have this anointing on him.
0: All right, so we have check. He has check. a prophet. He has a prophet. All right, next is he's a priest. Okay, so this is oh, Old Testament Dallas. So oh, the Old Testament role of priest. I think we've. I feel no. Like,
1: I feel like we have, have not. We not co- gone I don't into think that? that we've covered this. Oh wow! Okay, All right,
0: buckle up. Yeah, go yeah. on. All right, so
1: attach your pastor collar. Let's in, do it
0: in the old, <laughs> in the Old Testament times. Okay, so before Jesus, mm-hmm. um, before the exile. Uh, you had at one point after a series of Kings, you got to Solomon, but even in the wilderness. Okay. So even as they're, they're leaving out of actually starting with the Exodus,
1: starting with the Exodus. Uh,
0: I say that not just starting with the Exodus because you have, uh, even Cain and Abel are offering things Mm -hmm. to God. Mm -hmm. Right. But there's this idea of offering things over to God, right? uh, giving things to him from the very beginning. Right. Uh, and eventually, along the way, because of the the, the sons of Jacob, this is, this is all in Genesis. All that in first Genesis. Book. I was just today. I was one, it was that uh, lesson. We're recording a little bit before release dates. But we just had the lesson about uh, the fuller picture, right? And we're breaking down Genesis. And I was like, look, it seems like it's a huge book, 50 things. But you have Adam and Eve. You have Cain and Abel. You have Seth. We don't know mm-hmm. a lot about that guy. But then you get Noah, uh, and then the next big guy is Abraham, and then really the rest of Genesis is his is, family. Yeah, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Jacob has twelve because sons. Because
1: Abraham is the father of
0: many nations. Of many yeah. nations, and that's like literally what his name means. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, anyways, around that time is when you get okay. Let's let's make this official. Who's doing right. what? Okay. Right. So, especially when you leave out of um, out of e- Egypt, mm-hmm. out of slavery, mm-hmm. you have the the tabernacle, which was a place where God's presence was. And even then you have people set up as Levites, as people that were of the tribe of Levi, one of Jacob's sons, mm-hmm. who are the ones who are helping with the sacrifices, okay?
1: And why do we need sacrifices?
0: Because there's a—I'm uh, uh, going to use a fancy word that we're going to have to break down. There's an atonement right? that is needed, okay? Right. So we are sinners. Oh, cool. Big word, too. We're using so many big
1: words. I know. Do we do this all the time? We do, and uh, um, but we've used sinner before. Good. Okay. We've used sinner before, so—
0: so broken, broken, not perfect. Broken um, people that do wrong things, not yeah. right things. Right, uh, and so wrong things need to be righted. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the way that, for whatever reason, right, uh, in particularly the journey out of Egypt
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and through the wilderness, God is making known what to do, and His people are responding, and sometimes adding to what needs yeah, to be done. Yeah, they do
1: that.
0: And there's the sacrificial system. So right. in order to right the wrongs. There, which even as I say this, Dallas, it is so funny. Now, living on this side of Jesus.
1: It, I know.
0: It's mind-blowing. It is. Right? Why it, it was is. even set in place. And I, Actually, I say that. We've talked about covenant.
1: We'd
0: have. A very graphic understanding of covenant, mm-hmm. but it, it involves a sacrifice of an animal. Cutting. You know, and when you're making a mm-hmm. promise yep. uh, and walking through and seeing the visualness of it to get you serious about the promise that you're making. I right. think if I had to just give the Lee Hoff opinion on this— that's why there was a sacrificial system.
1: I would agree with that because, again, we go back to we needed physical. We needed,
0: yeah. we needed to be
1: able to see it. And so, I mean, I can promise you that ne- our ne- next episode, I'm going to be on time. And, you know, and I'm going to do this. But if, if there's no consequence for me for not being on time, Good. Um, then I can look at you and go, dude, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, you know, traffic right. was terrible. Right, well, the world uh, we live in. You know, it, right. it just, I mean. yeah, there's there's an excuse for that. Um, but when we're dealing with stuff from the, you know, uh, of, of real substance, when there's loss we, of needed, life. we yeah. needed to be able to see, okay, I promised, I mean, you know, I, I made a covenant with my husband and I promised, promised so
0: wouldn't that to to the,
1: it would that would up the, of yeah it would <laughs> is to see an animal, you know, instead of the bride walking down on rose if petals, you break she, this
0: covenant. This right, should happen this to is you. This is gonna happen yeah. to
1: you. And uh and and so I think it's very important for us. And God knows that we're visual and he knows we're slow learners yeah. and that's why the sacrificial system was in place for in thousands a, of years. And
0: essentially the way it worked guys is that uh if you if you you knew you you knew you weren't perfect. Right? Everybody knew they weren't perfect. Yep. Uh, and so there would be some levels to which for the whole people, larger yep. animals would be sacrificed. Yep. Um, and blood put is very visual. It's very y'all. graphic. Um, so I should, we should have done the little ears conversation before we really got into it. But Sorry. here we are. So hopefully I've given you a little time to hit the yeah. pause button. But like you would spread the blood over the altar. Mm-hmm. You'd put the blood over the people. Yep. Like it's it's really interesting and graphic. and And all because… You knew you had done wrong. It was like an act of mourning and grieving, but trying to make things right with God. Right, because okay. we
1: were separated. The Our brokenness and our inability to stay the course separates us from God.
0: Right, and, I, and actually, there is a start piece that we can talk about of the Exodus, right? Mm-hmm. that's kind of a big one. Um, the, the Passover, we've talked about this that when they were leaving Egypt, the way that um, they were protected was the blood of an unblemished lamb right. being spread over the doorpost. So there's also that piece that's at play in the, um, in the Old Testament right, sacrificial, the, the sacrificial system. system. Mm-hmm. So again, today we know all about blood, but that's yeah. really like a last 100, 150 years right. thing that we know all about blood and yeah. all the things. So back then it wasn't the same conversations happening mm-hmm. and, and feelings toward these things. And if you think the Bible's gross, just look at human history. I'm oh, just saying. absolutely! Because like the the cults of the world no, were significantly about worse about than all the other crazy stuff and wild, 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 wild. So we have priests.
1: the order of the the priests, priests, who so, are the people that
0: would exercise. Yeah, not sacrifices. everybody
1: can yeah, you didn't can go offer kill your own stuff. No, you didn't. Not everybody can can perform the priestly duties. Yes. I mean, you have duties as a pastor that I cannot sure. that I cannot perform. That is not my that I have not been called to that. I have not been anointed to that. Right. And uh and just the same as as today, in the Old Testament, um, there were specific duties that it was. It was. Those were priestly duties, and and that was. And only you know. And there were even levels within the priestly duties of of who could do what. Um, so we see that uh, in the Old Testament, but now we see Jesus as priest. So he checks the box for prophet. How does he check the box for priest?
0: Sure, uh, and that would be in his death right right so the cross yep so all this and this is what's so funny because like people will call out christianity all the time for the biblical sacrifice side of things and so it is jesus's death uh that makes the way for the end of the sacrificial system so jesus's blood atones for uh rights all of the wrongs right atones for the sin of the world rights all of the wrongs And so that's where we see Jesus as priest because he alone, you were talking about how there's only things that priests can do, the only things that pastors can do now. That's the same thing with Jesus. He alone could have done the righting of the wrong, the atoning, the the justice um, for the people through his own blood, right? Because he was that unblemished lamb, Passover lamb, that eternal death is going to pass over us. And we see this, we see this in the words of. Hebrews, I see you're hitting over there in Deuteronomy. Is your nerd brain just going?
1: My nerd brain is is running away because there is um, there's a passage in Deuteronomy about being lifted up on a tree, and uh, and that was essentially what what Jesus um,
0: sure cursed is the cursed one cursed. cursed is, is the, the one who is lifted up. up.
1: Good. So that is the first thing that I that I think of when I think of the the cross because the cross was the ultimate atonement for Good. for sin, and Jesus was in that moment cursed. And, um, because for us, us, it wasn't, it wasn't for him, but he did that for us. Yeah. And, and And he
0: alone could be the sole person that did that.
1: Right. And, and there's other passages in the new Testament that, that remind us that as sin came into this world through one man, Adam, um, thanks. Uh, it will be, Leave this world through one man, Jesus. And life Jesus. came through. Yeah, life came yeah, yeah. through. Death yeah. came through Adam. Life comes through Jesus. Yes. So that's uh, my my brain was no clicking, All was clicking the for that.
0: Well, so so here the writer of the Hebrews is talking about uh, uh, the Old Testament priesthood, um, and and he eventually gets to just this point that Jesus is the ultimate fulfillment of this priesthood. in uh, verses, uh, well, how I, how far back do we want to go? Oh, I don't know. Hold on. All right. right, let's. What well, we talked about the Levites, so we can go we all did. the way back to 11. Okay. It says, now if perfection came through the Levitical priesthood, through the Levites, on, for, on the basis of it, the people received the law, uh, what further needs uh, was there for another priest to appear said to be according to the order of Melchizedek and not according to the order of Aaron? Uh, so that's Old Testament priests. For when there is a change of priesthood, there must be a change of law as well for the one these things are spoken about belong to a different tribe. No one from it had served at the altar. Now it's evident that our Lord came from Judah and Moses said nothing about that tribe concerning priests. And this becomes clear if another priest like Melchizedek appears who did not become a priest based on legal regulation about physical descent, but based on the power of an indestructible life for it has been testified you are a priest forever according to the order of Melchizedek. It's just talking over and over again this very important figure of the Old Testament mm-hmm. known as the priesthood and how it goes. But really just pointing out, Jesus didn't come from that line.
1: He didn't come, so... Or
0: from the the, the Judah. He came from he Judah, came which was from not Judah. the Levites. It was, yeah. not,
1: it was not the Levites. And then we talk about, uh, the, the author of Hebrews is talking about Melchizedek, this, this Old Testament uh, priest. Um, and... Uh, that was before the Levites yes. were even okay, good. Were so before even, they were established. Before good. they were born, before they were I mean, the, the yeah. biblical language is awesome. It's like before you were in your you were still in your ancestors' body or something. I mean, it's yeah, just really yeah, interesting. Yeah. But so so Jesus supersedes all of that. Yes. So we've got the Levites who are charged with very specific and detailed priestly duties, but then we see this other figure pop up, and I think you're right. We talked about this before the uh, before the episode uh, we started. Yes. We do need an episode just on
0: Melchizedek because I just yeah. I love him.
1: Yeah, and but Jesus is from you know in in the same vein as Melchizedek. He just sure. pops on this pops on the scene like he's mentioned right. in Genesis, and then for for a very short amount of time with Abraham, and um. Uh, and, and then poof, but he's a priest forever. And he does some things that is very interesting.
0: And he's about to talk about why yeah. Jesus is a priest forever. So he says, the priest, so the previous command is annulled because it was weak and unprofitable for the law perfected nothing. Uh, but a better hope is introduced through which we draw near to God. None of this happened without an oath for other uh sorry, for others became priests without an oath, but he became a priest with an oath made by the one who said to him, The Lord has sworn and will not change his mind. You are a priest forever. Because of this oath, Jesus has also become the guarantee of a better covenant. Now, many have become Levitical priests since they are prevented by death from remaining in office. But because he remains forever, he holds his priesthood permanently. Therefore, he is able to save completely those who come to God through him, since he always lives to intercede for them. For this kind of high priest we need, holy, innocent, undefiled, separated from sinners, and exalted above the heavens. He doesn't need to offer sacrifices every day as high priests do, first for their own sins and then for the sins of the people. He did this once for all time when he offered himself. Good. Mouthful. 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 That last part, though, is the heart of
1: Yeah, it it is. And there's a couple of things that that just jump out. Good. One, uh, an indestructible life. Okay, so Jesus is this eternal... I mean, you can't, you can't get rid of him. Yeah. I mean, you just, you can't get rid of him. He is indestructible. Alpha
0: and omega. I love that. And end. Right. A and the Z.
1: And how many times do you start your day um, and you have, you would like to know exactly how that day is going to plan out. Oh, you know? absolutely. And you're, sure. You're doing an event. You're working with, you know, when you're working with kids, how often would you like to have a guarantee <laughs> that it's not going to be a dumpster fire, right, you know? Right. And But we have this guarantee of a better covenant. Yes. And those are some very um, comforting, hope-filled uh, phrases that you can look at this and go, okay, he can check the priest box because what is yes. a priest? A priest is supposed to offer sacrifices. They first have to sacrifice for themselves because the the Levitical line, not blameless, not—they right, um, right. are called and they are separate, called to be holy, not blameless, not yes. sinless. Okay, I receive, um, confe- I, I offer confession, I receive absolution from you, I receive communion from you sure. on behalf of a, a, a priest
0: and by the command of yeah. Jesus. Okay, yeah.
1: so that is exciting for me, but you are still sinful. Oh yeah, you're still Absolutely. sinful. Yeah, but. The, the way that we partake in that and, and by whom's, uh, whose authority
0: is the ultimate. Is the
1: ultimate. Yeah. I mean, that is just, priest, you yeah. know, he's there.
0: Well, and that's why those verses, those 26 and 27 in chapter yeah. seven of Hebrews, right? This is the kind of high priest we need, holy, yeah. innocent, undefiled, separated from sinners and exalted above the heavens. He doesn't need to offer sacrifices every day uh, because, right, he did this once for all time when he offered himself. He was the ultimate Sacrifice, and that's the that's the ultimate irony of Jesus as priest, because he's also the sacrifice.
1: Yeah, he's both. Yeah, both and
0: because he was the one who did it, right? right? And not like I appreciate your point, right? Not for himself, no, but for all. But he did it
1: for us. He did it for us, and I just think that I mean that is just that's awesome.
0: So he's prophet, he's priest, and for all you that are trekking with us, and your heads are hurting a little bit, we have the easiest one saved for last. Yeah, because he's also king. King. Yeah.
1: King Jesus. So
0: King Jesus, and I think this makes sense in light of our ascension episode. I do. Yeah, I do. We, we established that He is reigning. He's reigning. He is ruler. He is King Jesus. He's
1: not on vacation after His ascension. He did not go on vacation. Exactly. He is actively reigning and ruling
0: over His kingdom. Over His which kingdom, is where yeah, uh, His authority uh, is covers right. So yeah. so so it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. There's- and the, and the place that like at least I wanted to go, and I know you had some fun places too, but Colossians uh, chapter one. And I think we've actually covered Colossians one on the podcast before uh, on one of those ones where we were flipping everywhere. Um, But Colossians one kind of really hammers home this king piece for us uh, in verses 17 and 18. This is that in all things passage. This, my, my Yeah, we have because you, yeah. you loved the title. Mine says the centrality of yep, Christ.
1: Yeah, and I have the supremacy of Christ. Good,
0: right? So it's his, he is the big dog. He's, He's the, the ultimate, yeah. yeah. And so uh, in verses um, 17 and 18, you specifically hear the words, he is before all things and by him all things hold together. Verse 18, he is also the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead so that he might come to have first place in everything. So that's who he is as king, as he's top dog. He's the first, he is the ultimate authority. And this is where you get in like Philippians 2, right? Uh, at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. I right? love and Every that tongue verse. confess. Oh, that's one right? of my so favorites. It, am I making that up, Philippians 2? No, I
1: think you're right.
0: Okay, but like the idea of that's mm-hmm. the ultimate name that you have.
1: Right, and my go-to was Revelation.
0: Oh, sure, yeah.
1: It, I mean, it, it. okay, so funny. We didn't
0: it, spend enough time there last night. We
1: didn't spend <laughs> enough time in Revelation. Uh, and, so everybody's gonna be
0: like, yes, do more Revelation. It's not I an intimidating rules. book. We, I have rules. Okay, well, I have
1: Daniel on my list too. Okay, good. <laughs> I got Daniel. <laughs> Daniel's <laughs>
0: one of my rules. <laughs>
1: I got Daniel and Revelation on my on my list for King Jesus. If you wanted proof that we've got Jesus as as King, yes. uh, look no further than Revelation 19.
0: Yeah, And
1: uh, so I've got Revelation. Revelation 19, verse 13, and verse 16. So we've got, he is dressed in a robe dipped in blood, and his name is the Word of God. Going down to verse 16.
0: And I love that pause, because that connects to John 1. Yes, it does. Right, good. Word this of is God. This yep. is Jesus. This uh, is Jesus.
1: Verse 16, on his robe and on his thigh, he has this name written. King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Good. So I read that, and all I could hear was the the Hallelujah chorus. Handles Messiah, oh, yeah. the, the Hallelujah what a great time to bring right, that up, right? Yeah. And, uh, King and of kings yeah, I'm not going to sing for you. Lord of lords. We just, you know, we need Dr. Bell to just right. work that into rotation <laughs> on a on a, a biweekly basis. Just go ahead. Um, but that is that presents. If you wanted a visual, you can't unsee that. You cannot unsee Jesus coming in. This is the picture. We've talked about this. This is the picture of the Messiah that the people of the Old Testament and early New Testament, this is what they expected. This is not something we're going to see till he comes back.
0: Right. And Um, at the same time, right? It's who he is now. It's who he is now, though. Now we'll it, see it it is. In the visual fullness right. when he comes back, but this is who he is this now. This is
1: who he is now, and that's what I appreciate so much about the way that John phrased all of these, is it gives us an unequivocal, clear picture of King Jesus. Absolutely. Like, we don't see the suffering servant. We don't see the baby in the manger. We see the king, like Hands down, the king.
0: And let's talk about the really cool—and I think it's cool, especially here right after Christmas—like the the really cool comparison, okay, right, of that king to the king that wore the crown of thorns.
1: Oh, man. Right? Yeah.
0: And so there's this—you this, think about Jesus' life, his death, his ministry were all to show who he was right. and what his heart was. Right. So as much as the people were longing for oh. that bold yeah. king— they got to see the fullness of who our King was on the cross, and, right? Doing, making the ultimate sacrifice right, play as priest, right, for the world because right. He loved us so much. And, like that's how our King ruled was through service.
1: He and, he and He through suffering, exactly. And His He made no bones about the fact that His kingdom was not of this world at that time when He was on with wearing His crown, wearing His crown of thorns. Uh, being mocked, being spit on, being hit—I uh, mean, just that—it was an incredible. You don't see kings do that. Yeah. Like you don't see earthly kings go to those types of extents. Absolutely. For their people, they will do anything to save their you save know, their own life.
0: I, I I'm I'm kind of like nervous to share. Like oh, I don't know how no. much my my home church. I grew up in Warner Robins, Georgia. In my home church, not when I was there, but we had a— Chris, It's Christmas time, right? So why not? Okay.
1: Go least, ahead. Go
0: ahead. Uh, they had a play that one of our music directors along the line wrote. Okay. Right? And it was a little cheesy. I'll be— And that's why I was, like, a little nervous. I was like, but no, let's be real. It was a little cheesy because, like, uh, Punch Pilot rapped. Like, stuff okay. like that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm out. But the name of it was— And, and this is the thing. Is as cheesy as it was, as corny as it was, uh, like, I really appreciate the final— line. Okay. of the play. It's a spoiler alert for anybody that's never seen it, but it was called Rough Wood and Rusty Nails. Oh. And it actually takes and I I I would never creatively write this because I'm very much like a live in the word. Um but the the music director, he wrote it uh from the perspective of Joseph, right? Which you never get, right? It's not biblical. Joseph
1: the dad or just, Joseph the dad? Okay.
0: Yeah, so Joseph the dad being like, what am I supposed to do? Like this is what's happening with Mary and then it becomes like eventually Jesus is born, but Joseph is beating himself up, saying, what kind of a life am I going to give to him as a carpenter? Right. And then he's born in the—and again, it's not biblically accurate, but he's born in a stable, which a lot of time is shown as a crèche, like a a feeding trough. And so he's born, right? He's not a wealthy man. He's Mm -hmm. not all these things. And it's essentially the message at the end of the play is, I just wish I could provide him for a life that's so much more than rough wood and rusty nails. And the, oh. the thing, and then you have this image of the cross.
1: Right. And it's right. like it's just
0: this powerful, full that picture thing is of. very powerful. When we come to worship at the manger, right? Yep. When we come to worship at Christmas time, we have the fullness of
1: All everything
0: of it. that God has accomplished for us in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Because it's from the cradle to the cross. Right. Right. It's from the cross to the empty tomb. Mm-hmm. It's from the empty tomb to the ascension. Right. So all of this comes into play. And I hope, I hope that tracks for people that never heard this stuff before. Because um, again, that's what we want to do. Right. But this is King Jesus. King right. Jesus. From the very beginning. I mean, again, talk about, but tell, when, are you ready for this? This is nerdy high school League. So Brad Paisley, which your son liked. He danced at his wedding. Oh, I do. Uh,
1: I like Brad Paisley. We yeah. all like Brad Paisley.
0: Yeah, we would I, be
1: great friends, Brad. I love, if you're listening, Amen. I'll cook for you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yes. Invite <laughs> me over. I mean, I've since a kid, since sixth grade, I've been a huge Brad Paisley fan, and so I was the one that, like, when his CDs got released, I was, Mom, Dad, can we go to the store and get it? Right. I, I came in at Part Two, his second album. Was okay. My, well, he eventually released a Christmas album, and uh, I always loved one of the things I love about Brad Paisley, and this is totally like personal Mm -hmm. stuff we don't we're we're not used to sharing some of this stuff on the podcast um was that my favorite stuff of his was stuff that never got played on the radio was the stuff Mm -hmm. about his christian beliefs yep like he loved doing hymns he still does Mm -hmm. um loves singing about jesus and belief in jesus and 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 all these things the the most famous being when i get where i'm going oh i love that with dolly but he had a christmas um a christmas song that he put on this album that was so interesting because it was when brad paisley was 13 and it was called Born on Christmas Day. I, you know that song? I Good. do. Yeah. I do. I, and, and I loved, as a high schooler, like mm-hmm. I would play that nonstop mm-hmm. around Christmas time because it was him singing as a 13-year-old on some show, some right. jamboree type thing in West mm-hmm. Virginia and, uh, or somewhere around. Wherever. But it was singing about it. And then I, I eventually, Brad Paisley, the grown-up's voice comes in to sing along with it. And I appreciate the, the second uh, verse. Like, we expected a soldier to save us from our plight, all dressed in shiny armor and ready for a fight. But instead he sent a little baby boy, mm. all filled with love and happiness to bring the world joy." Right? I love it. Right? It's I'm just listening things, to that on the way home. have listened to it so
1: much. You like, know all the words. I know. Oh, I'm going to listen to it on the it way stuck home. stuck
0: with me, right? Yeah. That's what they expected. And instead yeah. they got this king. They got this. And this king was that king. This yeah. baby was that king. Yeah. This Jesus was that king, even on the cross. Like that's who he is. But he but he led in a way that is totally different than every power that we've ever seen. Right. Right? So we have Jesus. Uh, yep. And we've talked about him. Man, where all have we been, Dallas?
1: We've been— His name. Uh, his name.
0: Uh, fully God, fully man. Yep. Uh, we attempted to start to talk about what he did, mm-hmm. but then dove into deeper. And then in we, in broke deeper. That,
1: we broke that apart. And
0: he came. He died. He came. He, he died. He rose. Mm-hmm. He ascended. He's coming back. And here we are. The, he is the fulfillment of everything that we saw in the Old Testament that we should have expected— what a great time of the year to talk about this yep. um, because he is the fulfillment. He and is. he showed us just a different way to rule, which, I mean, again, go back to Psalm 2, go back to uh, all these ancient texts that were, were showing us. There's going to be different. You don't rule the way the world rules. Nope. Like God is an entirely different ruler than everything that we see. He's not after power and control and money because everything is his. And he rules in a way that's so kind and beautiful and out of complete love for everything that is good, right? And I right. absolutely love that. So here we have at the end, he's the fulfillment of that prophet, priest, king, the, the Messiah, the anointed one, the Christ. Yep. Uh, and that's what we celebrate. And who Jesus is and everything that he does and everything that's said about him here in this word.
1: The end. The that, end. That that is.
0: We got really excited here. I know. Thanks, Brad. Yeah. Hey, let us know when you're thanks. coming to Dallas. And- thanks,
1: Jesus. Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah. Thanks, Jesus. Thanks,
1: Jesus. That was uh, that was really that was a that was a strong way to end the the year. As, yes. Uh, I mean, this is a, a project that you know that we've been working on for a few months. Yeah. And, uh, and so I think this is a really strong way to end the year, and as we springboard into a brand new year. Yes. And we can start with something um, with something new yep. because the Trinity is. Important. Again, it, it's going to make your head hurt,
0: and um, well, let's preview that even before we pray, right? So, so yeah, when we turn the corner, guys, uh, listeners, listeners, uh, we're we're going to talk about. The word Trinity, mm-hmm. right? It's not a secret. We, I work at Trinity Klein Lutheran Church in School, right? So that that word's important for us, right? Um, but but the sharp criticism of the world is always, well, that word's not. That
1: word is not in the Bible.
0: Yeah. So we're gonna, we're going to talk about why, mm-hmm. and 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 that might already have scared a few people away. But I'm going to come at it from Stick this, with this approach.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Trinity answers the ultimate question of who is God, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and who has God shown us through his word that he is. Uh, and it's going to circle all the way back from to the beginning of the journey where you first told me we have to talk about the Trinity. We have to talk about we're the gonna Trinity. We're going to talk about God's oneness. Yep. Okay, and we're going to talk about his… Three. Yeah, the one in three, three in one. Right. We'll get into it, and we'll, we'll probably spend a, at least a couple of episodes. At least…
1: Yeah, we're going gonna, gonna like, to we're going to have to Like we're going to have to really we're break it down to. because
0: it it is head hurting stuff. It yeah, can be.
1: It can be um But
0: we'll we'll preface it by saying, right? Uh the creator of all things is allowed to be a little complex.
1: Right, and we are and simple. we don't have to know everything. Yep. You know, we don't it, it's not up to us to to know all things and uh and we, you know, it it but it's super fun to explore it.
0: It is, and it and it makes sense. That's, it does th- for me. It actually makes sense. It does. Um, and and I'll just again we'll say it when we preview the episode. But like, it's called the greatest mystery of the Christian faith for a reason. For a reason, because right? mm-hmm. it's head hurting stuff. But it's good, and I think it is. I think it will hopefully bring some understanding to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was funny. I did like this past fall. I had uh, that that husband that had come into my office who was like, I go to church. She grew up here. I don't know any of this stuff. It's so confusing. And when we kind of came together to talk, all these questions, Trinity questions, all the Bible questions, all the things. It was so fantastic. Right. And just ask. And that's that's what we hope to continue to do on... Mm-hmm. on. podcast yep so Dallas as we close our time together would you say a word of prayer for a special time of the year I will and blessings certainly over what's in front of
1: us too oh father God we just thank you for the time that you've allowed us to come together and to talk about you to just celebrate you and to be in your word father so that we get to know you uh, a little bit better, and um, and and get to know your son better. And as we are wrapping up, uh, wrapping up this year, Father, we thank you for the blessings of the past year. We thank you for the trials and the obstacles um, that that they would have brought us closer to you. That we would have a better understanding of what you have called us to do, Father. And as we springboard into the new year, would you please? keep your Holy Spirit in our hearts and in our minds so that we might uh, be a better mouthpiece for you, Father. We thank you for this time of year. We bless you. We praise you. And in the mighty name of Jesus, amen.
0: Amen. We'll see you next time.
1: Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. 12 Days of Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And then Happy New Year.